0: Happy we won. It's a great game. Two good football teams. NFL is a great product, isn't it? And this live again. is Will's Take On Sports. I am your host, Will Walker. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me. Monday morning, 7 a.m. Going to work. Time to get back to it. Holidays is over. Go to work. Be easy today. Have fun. <laughs> I'm thinking this someone one is directly next to me. Getting ready to make that trek up the road to go to work today. Hey, listen, take your time. Don't be in no rush. Be easy. Wusaw as you're go going in. I know you had a longest thing to break. Get ready to go in. Go see these people that you have to tell. Be nice. Going with a smile. It's your first day back to work of the new year 2020. Get it going. Thank you for the second time to join your boy this morning before you go ahead and go in don't worry about it i gotta follow you so i'm just being messy right now anyway podcast one six the nfl is a great product that was Kirk cousins talking about that upset win that happened over the new orleans saints yesterday the saints again disappointed they got bounced out of the playoffs once more one more again Saint fans are disappointed. Don't worry, Saints fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer you guys up. I got a song for you a little bit later on. Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz went out that game yesterday. Boom. I'm going to answer my own question: Was that a dirty hit or not? It looked a little dirty to me. Carson Wentz got. He just has the worst luck. The worst luck. Kid, the kid gets injured at the wrong time. Had a great last four games. That game just went downhill after he went out. There was no more suspense left after he left that game yesterday. Uh, Josh McCown. This is all I got to say about Josh McCown. He was a substitute teacher before they called him in to be the backup. Enough said right there. Ain't got to elaborate. Let's just tell you all you need to know that the Eagles had no chance once Carson Wentz exited that game yesterday. Seattle in beast mode. They got some- former Miami Hurricane, starting at running back. He was their fourth running back coming into the season, but he was the star. He's been a starter for their opening playoff game with Travis Homer. Not a bad game. Nothing spectacular. Beast Mode got the touchdown. Russell Wilson did just enough, but really Seattle looked like they were going through the motions once Carson Wentz went out of that game yesterday. The game's on Saturday. The game of the day. Although the Patriots did lose, and there a lot, there are a lot of people cheering and happy about that. Let me speak about that real quick. My Super Bowl picks are done. I picked the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles to be in the Super Bowl. They're both gone. They're both out. Oh, well, I could be wrong sometimes. It happens. Don't happen much. But it happens so sometimes. Wrong. And in this case, I was wrong. So... Am I going to modify my picks? Nope. I'm just going to enjoy the rest of the tournament and see what happens. Going to have some exciting games coming up on Saturday. Uh, Got Tennessee, Baltimore, and Deshaun Watson versus Patrick Mahomes. But Deshaun Watson proved his college coach correct in saying that he is Michael Jordan in cleats. That play he made at at the end of that game where he avoided the sack by dodging two players was just a Michael Jordan type of thing. That's something Michael Jordan can do. He could defy the odds against two defenders. That is something where, uh, that uh, I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this. Even LeBron James can do. But that was a spectacular play by Deshaun Watson, able to escape being hit and then finding the back in the flat in the back just did the rest with yards after catch. But that was a good game. Uh, Josh Allen is just Josh Allen. If you don't know anything about Buffalo, and that was your first time watching that team for the first time uh, this year, that's Josh Allen. He, can, he, he is immensely talented. He's a great athlete. Strong arm. But he lacks accuracy, and sometimes his decision-making can have – I know it's made a lot of Buffalo Bills fans stretch, scratch their head uh, during the course of the twenty nineteen season. But hey, sometimes listen, Josh Allen. Sometimes you got to fall, homie. Sometimes you got to fall uh, to get better. I think he can still uh, improve, and I, I expect him to get better because he's got the talent. It is no doubt he does. So. My expectations for him, even though I am a Miami Dolphins fan and the Buffalo Bills are in the in division with my Miami Dolphins, I expect Josh Allen to get better. But on Saturday, if that was your like I said, if that was your first time watching Buffalo, that's that's Josh Allen. That is what he is. Buffalo's defense played a very good game. They just made a couple of mistakes here and there. Uh you got DeAndre Hopkins, uh and the Tradavius White Tred- Tredarius White uh matchup. Draw. Uh neither guy had that great of an advantage in that game. It was a draw, if you ask me. Um Hopkins just made, you know, he made a critical play as uh the Texans were making their comeback in that game. So that that to me was the difference and plus the, like I said, Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt coming back after not playing for eight weeks, making a difference. He even said he wasn't expecting to play that many snaps that he ended up playing in that game. And he made a huge difference uh, along their defensive front. So Houston's going to move on to play Kansas City. And it's Mahomes versus Watson. Two guys I think will be the face of the NFL for years to come. As we as we uh, now lose out on Tom Brady and there's no Ben Roethlisberger. Drew Brees is out. The only really... Uh, old older quarterback that's in the league that that's top tier is Aaron Rodgers and to be honest with you, his his upcoming uh uh match with um who is Green Bay playing? I think they're gonna play Seattle. Well his upcoming match is gonna be really tough. It's not gonna be an easy game. Um so he could be joining his fellow uh older quarterbacks and being pushed out of the league and losing uh, in the playoffs, losing their next match. So we'll see how that works. Um going to be interesting, though, the matchups that's coming up this weekend uh, between, let's see, Green Bay. Let me pull this up. Green Bay is going to play Seattle. That's what I thought. I just didn't want to be wrong. But anyway, um, Green Bay is going to play Seattle. So Russell Wilson versus um, Aaron Rodgers. I wonder if Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson going to shake hands before the game. Couple of, I think it was a couple of years ago. Aaron Rodgers said something in regards to Russell Wilson and his Christianity. That was really in, that was a intriguing statement by Mister Rogers, and I thought Christians didn't talk about people. <laughs> just saying, just the way I look at it. So, am I correct? Let me make sure. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. He did, it was a derogatory statement or a derogatory tweet because that's how people communicate nowadays through social media and Twitter. He made a uh not a very nice comment about Russell Wilson. Okay, New Orleans here. Listen. I'm going to agree with you guys. There's a possibility there was there is a conspiracy against New Orleans, against the Saints. I'm going to agree, because that was passing the fingers at the end of that game. But, you know, it's tough. The sun will come out, will come out tomorrow. you got to hang on till tomorrow. Come Tomorrow, tomorrow. I love ya. Tomorrow, you're always a day away. I hope that makes you feel better. But you are right. The NFL definitely has something to get Sean Payton to do all his things. That is two years in a row, blown calls at the end of the game. That has resulted in the Saints' season being over, done with. It was the interference. They just didn't call it. I don't think they even reviewed that thing. He definitely pushed off, without a doubt. But one play does not determine a game. There were many plays in that game and give Minnesota, don't, don't, that's not shortchange Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins played a very good game. Catman catching a lot of flat, one, because he's got that guaranteed money contract. So people expected when he signed from Washington to going over to Minnesota that this would that this would be the Kirk Cousins that that Minnesota was getting. They needed a difference maker at quarterback or a guy who wouldn't hurt them at quarterback. They had Case Keenum the year they had an outstanding defense, the year they beat New Orleans on the minute, uh the Minnesota Miracle. So they went out, they got Kirk Cousins. He didn't have a great year last season in 2018. He improved a lot in 2019. Made himself I guess you could say a reliable quarterback. Mm, He played well this year, and he played well in that game. I mean, he had times during, earlier in this year, where his receivers were calling him out. Hey, he took it in stride, and he kept improving. And that's the sign of a guy who's matured uh, as a football player and is comfortable with his role on the team, and he's making – Making the and as far as being a quarterback, he's definitely making the right decisions with where he's going with the ball. So he played well. So people need to give him some love today, because there have been times when he's got a lot of criticism and he's been to blame for a lot of the shortcomings with Minnesota. But today he needs to get some love when these debate sports shows come on the four letter and fix sports and the nobody cares network. So he definitely needs to get some love. I mean, he been he had really caught in my opinion, some unnecessary flack, and he played well yesterday. Not only did he play well, but Mr three o five coming back in the game Mr dalvin cook uh he had missed the last couple of games for them he was a he played a great game at running back um very physical game too i mean it was it was hard hitting and another guy that needs to get some love that i was as the game was going on on following Twitter. And Xavier Rose did get burnt on that play that uh, the do everything guy Hill comes in for New Orleans, but he did get burnt. But it, in my opinion, and my opinion is gonna be biased because Xavier Rose is a Miami Norland high school product, and, I, and he went to Florida State, but he's from Miami. So my opinion is gonna be biased. The the safety Harrison should have been there. I'm gonna stand up for Xavier Rose, but not just that's just one play out of the many outstanding plays or. Being in the right position that he was uh, uh, during the play, during the game, when he was covering the best receiver in football who had 149 catches this year and definitely drew Reeves' top target. The guy only caught seven balls yesterday, and I'm going to talk about Michael Thomas. And a lot of that has to do with Xavier Rhodes' um, ability to – You know, not allow Michael Thomas to get much separation from him. Now, he didn't guard no whole game because what the Saints do is they move Michael Thomas all over the field. They put him inside, they put him outside, they put him left, they put him right, they put him on the boundary. I mean, they just just move him all over the place. But the times when he was matched up with Xavier Rose, Xavier Rose held his own. But I know, and and again, sometimes highlights can distort the actual uh, play by play. Or what happened during the game. And Xavier Rose had a good game. So that dude's some love, man. I know Twitter. I get it. I know how Twitter works. And I know how social media works. Like I said, just, this is a instant highlight. Like, society we live in. You know, everything is done in 15 seconds, mostly. Because that's what they tell you about social media. If you don't grab the, if you don't grab the attention of... Uh, your listeners, or, or or your or something that you post within three seconds or fifteen seconds, you can forget it. You've lost them. They're not even gonna be interested, no matter what the content is, unless it's unless it's about violence, sex, and drugs. Well, violence, sex, politics, and something else. They told me. I was reading it one time, and I was like, "That's crazy," but it's so true. Because even myself, when I did that social media thing, you know, I catch, I would find myself by one of those three subjects kind of stopping and getting my attention. That's how that works. If you don't agree, can't you watch yourself today as you're looking down as you're strolling through your social media thing or what? what did you have a platform you're on with social media. Just, just, just pay attention to it. I'm serious. That, that, that'll be my task for you today while you at work. But anyway, uh, the last game, uh, Tom Brady, the Patriots, they're gone, they're done. Like, I mentioned earlier the Titans, Derrick Henry, great game, and through all that, fourteen thirteen, late in the fourth quarter, Patriots had their chances. There were drop passes. I'm not blaming everything on Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady he didn't have a spectacular game, but he wasn't the total reason why they lost that game on Saturday. Uh, their I mean, hey, is that's that's what the NFL is. Whoever makes who who makes. Sometimes it comes down to who makes the last play. Who makes who just makes more make more big plays in a game and Derrick Henry definitely put a beat down on on uh New England's defense big dude man like I compared him before he reminds me of Earl Campbell I mean and, and Eric Dickerson just a big back big bruising dude and he put a lot of a lot of bruises on some New England Patriots uh during that game now the question has been asked over and over again by so many people uh, is this the end of the Patriots uh, as far as Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? It could be. I don't know. I picked the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl this season, and I stuck with it all the way up to the end. And if you listen to the show last week, I picked the Patriots. Now that they're, they're done. As a Miami Dolphins fan, I'm happy it's all outdoors if Tom Brady and Bill Belichick separate. Good. Give us a chance. Now, I don't necessarily be that the Miami may take advantage because – Dolphins don't have a good track record over the last twenty years since Dan Marino retired, but it sure would be nice to know we had an opportunity to possibly win. Because when them, when Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at the helm, they didn't give the AFC East much hope for the other teams in the division that there will be a, that they had a you know a real logistic chance of winning in the AFC East. But now that the Patriots are going to take a step back. Even if Tom Brady comes back, because he'll be 43 years old. I mean, still. I think I still think they'll take a step back. I thought this was the last hurrah, the last dance or whatever for them this year. So, it's over. So, that's my recap of what I think about uh, NFL wild card weekend. And I'm going to turn my attention over to the National Basketball Association. Last night, um, the Los Angeles Lakers played the Detroit Pistons in La La Land. And the Lakers blocked 20 shots last night. LeBron James had a triple double. Well, and Anthony Davis nearly had a triple double himself. He he got eight blocks. So he missed a triple-double by two. And they beat the Pistons by seven. The LA Clippers lost on Saturday, and the New York Knicks scored 45 points in the first quarter in their game versus. Uh, at the the Clippers, early Sunday, there were two games played at Staples Center that almost were mirror Im- that were almost mirror images of each other, and those are the two best teams in my opinion. That both LA teams are the two best teams in the association, and they both look bored. Maybe it was the quality of opponent they were playing, but they both look bored. It's it's is pain- obvious. LeBron James is trying to average a triple double for the season. It's obvious. That's what it is. He's trying to make sure, whatever. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not going into no deep conspiracy or why he's doing it, but it, it's, it's painfully obvious. He's trying to be a stat sheet stuffer this year. The Clippers have a seem to have this one singular thought, or one main thought, not singular thought, main thought. Let's just get to the playoffs. They're resting guys left and right. Doc Rivers has made it clear. We okay? I don't even think Doc Rivers cares what seed they are. The people who talk about sports on TV and some on radio, some on internet, all seem to be worried about the Los Angeles Clippers seeding. Doc Rivers don't seem to be that concerned. I don't think he cares if he plays the in the second round, or in the Western Conference Final, I think he just Doc Rivers truly believes that what he, the strategy that they're using in resting players, making sure that their guys are are healthy, um, to as close to a hundred percent healthy going into the playoffs or in the playoffs as possible, they're basically they're basically just honestly just going through the motions as far as as far as the season is concerned. And it's easy to tell because their defense of intensity with the Clippers is lacking at times. When they play good teams in the games I've watched, their defense of intensity is up. Their rotation is there. But when they play teams like, say, the Knicks, say, the Suns, or, or whoever else they struggle with in some of their losses, they just don't seem that interested. Doc Rivers made it painfully, made it perfectly clear on Saturday that, hey, you know what? We okay. We're a good team. We'll be okay. But he's going to still, and in that game, he didn't play Paul George or Patrick Beverly. Yesterday, Kawhi took his rest because Kawhi just does not do back-to-backs. Kawhi said, I ain't with it. I don't want to do back-to-backs. So, he didn't play. But it, the Clippers don't. Now, there's an opposite approach. On the East Coast, down in the Southeast, for my favorite team, the Miami Heat. You gonna work hard, and when you are available to play, you playing. <laughs> That's how the Miami Heat work. Ain't no low management in Miami. Jimmy Butler, when he it it he missed yesterday's game. Obviously, Jimmy Butler wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He must there must have been some kind of injury or or something or some discomfort. Because the Heat don't operate like that. They're gonna get the maximum effort from every player on their roster for all 82 games. That is how that's gonna go in the Miami Heat organization. It's a totally different approach than what Doc is doing with his roster. But Spo has a younger roster. Exposed yeah, well He has a younger roster, so his his roster needs to play the 82 games because. The Kendrick Nuns, the Duncan Robinsons, the Tyler Heros, they need as much uh, game game time exposure as possible, as the Miami Heat are clearly going to make the playoffs unless something catastrophic happens and they just really just fall off the table. But the Miami Heat, their young players, it's a necessity that they play all as many games as possible. That just has to happen because they have a lack of, you know, Game experience, game time play, and those three guys I just mentioned have no playoff experience, and Bam Bios just this is his first season. And stuff. So, is it the reason? That's why the Heat has to play their guys. They're uh, the same thing with um, you can even say Boston. You know, they got to play those guys. They got to I mean, although you know Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum been there for a while, and they got Kemba Walker, but they still try to build their chemistry together with those guys that they got. The difference with the Clippers, they got two superstars. At the end of the day, in the playoffs, as long as they got those two guys, they got either they got an either or option to close a game, and that, that's really what NBA games come down to most of the times. Is my is my great player better than yours? Is I mean, and who do I have on my on my roster? Or who do, who's on my team that can close out a game? That's usually what NBA games come down to, especially in the playoffs. And this year should be a should be very competitive because there is no dominant team in the national basketball association so remember I'm saying what I said earlier they are the two best teams the teams in l a but they're not they're not dominant and they could be they can be beaten both of them and as an NBA fan, I think, it's, I think it's great that it's a possibility that a team could win the title. I, I've watched these shows, and some of these people say, there's no chance nobody outside of L.A. or Milwaukee is going to win the title. All the top teams have flaws. Every last one of them. So Giannis could, could stick up the joint and not make a jump shot entire, for an entire seven-game series. We've seen it happen last year when they played Toronto. And... As great uh, uh, players as LeBron and AD are, they're all the Lakers got. That's it. Everybody else need LeBron and AD to be outstanding. And the Clippers, first year together, yeah, Kawhi is is a closer. Paul George, yeah, they are two very good uh, two-way players on the wing. But they lack size in the middle. So, all these teams have flaws. It's just the way I see it. That is it. That's my time. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the opportunity to down to listen to this show live this morning, and also when you listen to it on demand, wrong music. There we go. Uh, and also when you listen to this podcast on demand on the various platforms that you can listen to podcasts to. Um, also, if you are if you see the, the show on Facebook. Um, go ahead and click the like button. Also, on Twitter and Instagram at WWS underscore sports show. I close this show the same way every single time. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I holler. Be safe.